What up, everybody? I'm back, baby. I'm back like I never left. Uh, I want to say, first of all, this is the intro before the episode, the straight fire I got with y'all today. I've been sitting on this joint for a minute, actually. I recorded back in December. Um, then I took a little hiatus. I stopped posting shit. I stopped caring about shit for about three weeks. Uh, I told myself I was going to go, you know what I mean, enjoy my holidays. I took some time off. I was supposed to travel, cancel all of that. So I ain't going nowhere. I'm in Toronto. I'm be drinking. I'm be sleeping. Now, a lot of that shit didn't happen. I didn't get to sleep as much as I would like to. Um, I did get to drink enough. I would like to say I drank enough. Uh, I got to kick it. I really, uh, I got a good, you know, I got to enjoy what the holiday's supposed to be. I was enjoying it so much that I forgot that I actually got a podcast to do. So last week I was supposed to put out this episode, um, and I and I did a post due to high level of relaxation. A lot of people was laughing at that, like hit me up, like what the fuck. Um, you ever sit there and start to think too much? You start to question everything. Like, why the fuck do we go to work? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got into my mind too much to the point I'm thinking, like, why the fuck do we do some of these shit that we do? You know what I mean? Like, what is our, you know, ultimate purpose, right? Even though during the holidays, I did get to sit down with a lot of people and recorded a lot of episodes, I started to be like, why trees ain't got the work? You know what I mean? Trees are 300 years old. They ain't never had to move. They ain't never had to do nothing but just soak in sun and water, uh, which most of us might not even, might. Most of us not going to make it to 100. But then I was just like, man, I don't know. Like, something just took over me. But then I realized something, you know what I mean? The podcast show, I really love doing it. I'm going to be honest with you. One of my projects that I've been working on, I really love getting on the mic and talking to y'all about some real shit. Um, not real, whatever, come up to my mind. So I was like, you know what? I'm sitting on too much fire. I got to get out there and give it to those that tune in every week and listen to and hit me up and want to come on and uh, shout out to y'all. And before we get into it, number one, I want to wish y'all happy new year 2019. Uh, y'all got to stop with the with the um, whatever the list is, you know what I mean? 2018 was rough. Yeah, it was rough for everybody. You know what I mean? If you did not have a rough patch last year, that means you wasn't doing nothing. Rough patches can mean, you know what I mean, you were challenging yourself to, to do better. Because whenever you challenge yourself to do anything better, uh, a little turbulence amongst the way, you know what I mean? 2018 for me, I don't assess my years at the year end. I think for the new listeners, we talked about it last year. For me, I reassess around my birthday. So this year I'm turning 30 uh, in May. So this is when I would get to look back and be like, what was 29 like for me? What was 30? You know what I mean? So I don't really... New Year's is cool, but I enjoy the festivities, but this is not when I set my goals and write them down, which I also don't do. I don't set down goals. I don't write nothing down. I think, for me, everything goes off the top of my mind. It's things that I've been working on or things I want to get done. It's the back of my mind, and I execute and go on as the year goes through. So, uh, But shout-out to all the new people that I met in 2018. Shout-out to y'all. Uh, new friends, old friends. Uh, we definitely got rid of some old friends. It was taking up too much space. Uh, we got old, you know, we, we decluttered a little bit, which is cool. You got to understand something about friendship. Here's what 2018 uh, has been teaching me is that friendship have an expiry date. Some friendship will expire, whereas in new friendship will transpire. Like, you would, it's people you've been known for 10, 10 plus years that will get out of your life to make room for people you just met. Now, don't fight it. You got to accept it because 
I'm be honest with you, some of these old friendships, because they have not been evolving with you at the rate for which you're going, it's never going to work. A lot of people, you know, you get it, you get up in age, and I read something that says that now right now look around. If you're 30 or whatever it is, this is what more likely, most likely for your life to be for the rest of your life. If that makes sense, right? So when you hit 30, this is probably what your 40 is going to look like. This is unless you shock the system. Shocking the system, meaning if you're fat, you get in the gym, you know what, I'm a, I will alter my path. So you consciously do something about it. But for most of us, this is just, you know, we all living. So everybody's on cruise control. So for that, like, you might just end up, you know what I mean, getting to where you are in your older years. But right now, look at your life, right? Set the tone. So if something you don't like, you change it today, you change it right now, you do what you got to do. Um, and then go for it. So, yeah, new friendship, all that good stuff. 2019, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, great things happen. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for 2019, but I'm sure, based on the last few years of my life, I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm going to meet new people and get all that done. So, um, also, I want to talk about everybody mad about R. Kelly shit. I just finished watching the documentary. Uh, R. Kelly's a sick man. R. Kelly should be locked up. R. Kelly should be... Somebody should cut his penis off. Bad things should happen to R. Kelly. Because when you're sitting there, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and he he, he was trying to convince me that um, it's true, it's not true, these girls getting paid or whatever it is. I was like, I get all of that. But when I'm watching this, I'm looking at the woman speaking. And I don't know if people are familiar with it, what somebody looks like when they're traumatized. Or something that makes us uneasy. So when you're looking at these young lady speak, you feel like I'm looking at their hands, their hand is shaking. You know what I mean? Like all these things. And you told me, hey, man, they could just be up there acting. I go, damn. And it got me thinking like, well, I can't can't even be mad at him because that's his perception. But like this is what social media has been doing to us. Because we literally don't believe nothing unless it's on social media. And once it gets on social media, we don't believe it even more because we like, it can't be real, people doing it for the ground. But for me, I felt an emotion when I was watching this is that whatever pain these young ladies felt at the time, there was a glimpse of it throughout the documentary. Meaning there was times where, you know what I mean, they were a little shaky, a little, you know what I mean? You could tell, like, to me, it looked like the face of people that have been traumatized. Uh, and I realized, I, I did watch the R. Kelly sex tape. And one thing I realized, too, in Canada, a lot of people didn't really see the sex tape. I saw that shit. Shout out to Lon Wire. Uh, but at the time, to be honest with you, I didn't feel anything. I thought it was just a sex tape, right? But I was, so I was thinking about it to put it in contest. I think I was like, it's 2008 or seven or something. I can't remember when I saw it, but it, it's at least 11 years ago for me. So now that I'm 29, for minus 11 years, I'm in my late teens, 17, 18, which also, I mean, I'm be honest with you, I didn't have much sense then. So of course, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, dang, why didn't I feel how I feel today when I watched it? Because I did, I, I did see the old tape, dude pissing on the little girl, whatever it is. Then I realized it's because I was a child myself. So it's a lot of things that I couldn't have processed. So now when you think about these young victims that are being 
lured into his house or whatever it is. You got to also think about they were 14. They couldn't see the danger coming because a lot of these, you know, reflexes or whatever, they haven't developed yet. The only sick thing about this, this guy's continue to do it and whatever. I really, um, it's two songs that I really like from R. Kelly. Remix to Ignition. I remember as a kid, I even shot a video of me rehearsing and actually singing, which is, now that I think about it, like, what the fuck was that one? Um, and the second one was Same Girl featuring Usher. Now, <clears throat> the song is still fire, uh, but you know what? We're going to put R. Kelly in the, in the chamber. We're going to substitute him with uh, Usher, which apparently some shit going on. This is why I hate gossip um, shit, because you start from one end, you're, we could geek this shit going forever. Now, that being said, uh, yeah, holiday's been good. Um, Shout out to all the new listeners. Happy 2019. I really want everybody just listening in. I want to wish y'all a happy... I hope that this year brings a lot of joy in your life, a lot of money, uh, since we think that money solves everything. Shout out to UCC. Um, A lot of everything. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is that you look to accomplish, I hope that you get to do in 2019. And then uh, if you got a loved one, love them for real, because one thing for sure we're doing is we're dying. So... Um, I was saying, I was talking to somebody, telling, we were talking about like dying or whatever it was. I was like, you know what? I, th- I feel if you live YOLO, if you live, um, I don't want to say live well enough, but if you live a life of fulfillment, then you're not afraid of what's to come or what's not to come kind of thing. Uh, you know what I mean? But shout out to AO. Uh, we're going to get into this episode, which... Incredible. Shout out to him. We met. We linked up. He hit me up. We sat there. We talked for a couple hours. We even kicked it after the podcast was done. We did another podcast, but this is just me, him vibing. We talking shit uh, about who's trash, who's not trash, all the good shit. Um, Y'all really will get to enjoy it. And I wanted to set the tone for 2019 by starting up with this episode, which when we recorded, I didn't even think that this would be the first one that would release. Uh, But Thinking about it, this kind of, you know, puts me in a great mood. This is how I want to begin uh, the year with. So, without no further ado, let's get into this. Um, this is, I can't remember what I call this, but we're going to get into it uh, right now. Um, drop the trap. This is the Activated Podcast, your boy Ebu. Uh, another episode, another week. Shout out to everybody tuning in every week. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Uh, and because I love y'all, and then I love doing this. Um, today I got y'all. I got something special. I might say something special for every time, but this might be extra special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it is extra special because I love when I got guests mm-hmm. and they pull up on me and they give me gifts. Yeah. I feel like I'm being a little bit appreciated. <laughs> um, so I got some exclusive stuff. So just to give you a little intro, uh, sitting across from me yeah. is a rapper. Yes, sir. Bar spitter. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> A.O. Gorman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coming off a recent 
um, release of his. Is this the first? This is the first EP. Um, I'll say EP, but it's probably my second main project. Second main project yeah. is called Tags. Yes, sir. Uh, which stands for the Arb, uh, Albert Gorman story. Correct. Albert Gorman is that your government name? Yeah, that's my English government name. Okay, you're not yeah. scared that somebody might. Uh, <laughs> like I up. said, my Facebook is out there, so <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Uh, so welcome on the Activated Podcast, man. Thank Thanks you. for coming through. I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. You reaching out to me, and we set it up, and yeah. then you came to to show me some love, and yes, we're going to have a conversation, no whole bar. You told me I can ask him anything, so yeah. we're ready for it. I'm uh, what, yeah, I'm out there, man. Let's go. Uh, how do we start? How you want to start this? You want to tell us? Let's start from the beginning, because I think mm. it's very important to tie the whole story together. Okay. Once we figure out, like, okay, what's this guy's story at the very beginning? Um, listening to your album, mm-hmm. uh, what part of the city uh, in Toronto did you grow up in? Okay, um... Long story short, like, me and my mom, we came to Canada when I was, like, two years old. Okay. So, we first came to Montreal, and then from Montreal, we went to Toronto. And originally from Ghana? Ghana. Yeah. So, I was only there for, like, a year, though. So, I'm pretty much Canadian. Okay. Yeah, but... So, we came um, to Montreal, then we came to Toronto. We lived in Malton for about, about, what, five years, and then they separated me and my mom, I mean, my mom and my dad, so... I was in um, Scarborough for, like, a couple of years in a shelter, like, Metro Housing and whatnot, and actually shelter, for to be exact. And we waited to get a spot, and then they gave us um, Jane and Falstaff. So I pretty much grew up at Jane and Falstaff until about I left. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, until, like, you know what I mean? Until, like, I was 19, 20 years old, then I left. And it started, you know, all over the city from there, Kipling, um, Brampton, uh, the Tobacco all over so why, why, why do you think your parents didn't stay in Canada I, I think even for me when I first moved to, to sorry I said Canada Montreal okay uh, when I first moved to, to Canada I stayed in Montreal I hated it yeah right I, I, fucking I don't know why they did it. that I was though. just like ah. yeah I don't know why so we put a little pressure on my dad like we gotta get the yeah but <laughs> I was a little obviously I was a little older this is okay. like what 19 I was 19 when we moved to Canada okay um, cool, cool, cool. other than that like do you know why y'all didn't I think because we're from Ghana. That's a British kind of like, so they don't even know how to speak French, really, yeah, yeah. right? So I don't know why. Transition, yeah, yeah, but I know my mom was struggling with it. So as, as soon as they could, and all their family members was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it made no sense to be in Montreal, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and also you were saying like your parents separated, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, I feel like it's it's almost like an anomaly, like as African to see mm-hmm. parents going through divorce. Yeah. You might be the yeah. first person that I've, no, actually, no, I can't say that. But like, mm-hmm. w- like, do you understand like what was the, what was behind the whole split or? Uh, honestly, it was like, I believe. Is it even weird like being African and like feeling, like the people actually like, how did that happen or no? Nah, <laughs> not mm-hmm. really. It just, I think our situation was when my stepbrothers came to Canada, they mm-hmm. came in 96, mm-hmm. and then it was just, whatever reason, that just made the split happen. Okay. My mom maybe wasn't really, like, getting along with my dad because mm-hmm. he was favoriting the other kids, and he kind of neglected me and my brother. So then she just got, like, got fed up, and all I remember was when I was, like, um, grade five, I believe, we just lived in Scarborough in the shelter. Like, it was pretty much a motel. Mm-hmm. One bedroom, just me and my mom's, right? So okay. we stayed there for a whole year. I didn't go to school or nothing. And, um, yeah, I don't really know exactly why, but it's one of those. Have, you, have you asked her now that you, obviously, you're a lot older? Yeah, uh, honestly, nah. Because my dad wasn't really, yourself. yeah, my dad wasn't really around after that, honestly. So okay. it was never a thing of, like, I didn't really, I don't know. I just grew up not really caring, or I don't want to say not caring, but it wasn't really a worry of mine. Yeah. So I'm like, like something you don't understand, so you don't. 
Yeah, it's like it's between If you had a them. chance, would you ask him now to 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 well, he's trying you? to get back. Like we're trying to get our relationship better now, right? Right. Which is crazy. Like about a month ago, we actually really had a sit down and we were talking, and I guess we're on our way there. But I don't know, man. It's like just maybe the way I grew up, it just wasn't really a thing for me to yeah. ask and want to know so many things. I had, like, I just grew up like that, and my brother Cujo is just like my dad to me, honestly, because okay. he helped raise me. So yeah. I'm good. Like you know what I mean? I just grew up the way that's the way I grew up. So. If you have kids now, because you, you you also, uh, you are married now. Yeah, I'm um, married. Yeah, one year. <laughs> We're just going to put it out there. Why, just in case you're listening. <laughs> put the disclaimer yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I retired. So like, you, you know, you, the jersey's on the wall right now. You already know what you it is. You had a whole interview you didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a coach now, you know. I tell I tell the young players what to do, what but to do. I'm, um, not, I'm not in the game no more. If you, if you, when, when, you, when you get to the point when you have kids, what would you want that relationship to be? Oh, man, like, I think I'm going to be the best dad, yeah. honestly. Honestly, like, I believe so. Um, you know, me and my girl, we had a few instances. I had actually, like, twins on the way, and then we, it just didn't really fall through. No, I'm sure. You know what I mean? So it's just something that I'm truly waiting on, but we got we got a few things that um, we got to take care of first. Mm-hmm. And um, that was one of the main reasons. It helped me grow up fast, man, going through that situation with my wife. You know, I love my wife, um, Sarah. You already know. Um, yeah, that was a real thing, though, man. And because of that, I actually helped her start up her business. She got a makeup line on the way right now called okay. My Girl's Room, right? Okay. And it's for women. Well, it's not really for, but the cause behind it, or let's say yeah, let's say the cause behind it is for women with pre- preeclampsia, which is a disease that is a rare disease that pregnant women get that sometimes either can kill them or mm-hmm. you have to have a premature birth. And it forces the the child to be born, and she had to go through that too, right? Oh, okay. So this is just bringing awareness to it that a lot of people don't know. So you gotta check your blood pressure. You gotta check the way you eat. Like women need to know that pregnancy is really like it's a real blessing when you actually make it through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So take care of your body and all that good stuff. So that kind of that experience helped us both grow up and um, just mature. And now we she trying to bring awareness to that and. I'm helping her because I'm into business as well. Do you think, like, uh, now that you mention it, do we? Do you think we take it for granted as far as like people to have kids? I feel like it's people that just like they just lay up and just yeah. have kids, <laughs> so we don't really think about. Um, yeah. and, as you as you were talking about yesterday, I was with some friends and we had like a discussion. Okay. Um, and uh, one of them asked me, she goes, "If you get married mm-hmm. and then you love your wife, All right. and find out that she can't give you uh, a child, All right. what would you do?" And then um, I'll give you my answer. Maybe you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell me yours. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. I was like, uh, I was like, if she truly loved me. Yeah. And then we, uh, and my ultimate goal is to is to have kids. Yeah. And then we go through every option possible, meaning like I don't know fertilization or whatever yes, else we yes. have to do. Yeah. And we still can't conceive. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, if she truly loved me, she mm-hmm. should let me go. Mm, I hear and that. Then the woman in the room, they uh, went crazy. <laughs> they yo. said, what? what? Yeah. And, I, and I was like, I, and this is why I started to talk about like my definition of love. And mm-hmm. now that I kind of, I don't know if I understand it better, but my mm-hmm. perception of it is like, you must, you got to love somebody enough that you don't, it's like you can't expect it back just because you love them. Yeah. Like love should be like what you put out yeah. in hopes of getting, uh, getting something back. But yeah. if you don't, 
like loving something does not guarantee that it will love you back kind of thing, right? Oh, that's a fact. That's a, that's an absolute fact. Now, um, being that I got yelled at and shit like that, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> Yo, you want me to get yelled at now? <laughs> you want to spread the, you want to spread the cussing you around? He want me like, what, uh, what, what? I, I mean, what? I'm putting you, because I mean, for me too, like, yeah. we got to take it in fact that like, I'm just like hypothetical, like I'm not married. I get you. I but when you're actually in the middle yeah, of like, it, that, it's a that different could, story. That could change, but it's I was just like, story. yeah, I think on the real. Speaking ooh. from now, right? Yeah. I'll say, man, honestly, it's it's really a do or die. If you marry, like, I wouldn't, I don't want nobody to marry nobody just because the person looks good or mm. you think they're cool. Like, mm-hmm. F all that shit. I'm all, that I'm, shit yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, forget all about that. So it really got to be you truly love them. If you truly, truly love this person and you decide to marry them, then, you know what? Through thick and thin, doesn't matter what the case is, mm-hmm. you got to live with that. You know what I mean? And um, I see your point, though, like... <laughs> <laughs> listen, I thought it's true, you know. I That's see, why, like it's hard. Like I hey, see your point, so but they, it, it, that is a selfish thing, though, to be like, "All right, if I don't get this, then I'm out." Yeah, it's kind of like, then why did you get into it, right? So, but what if, what what if? So the other thing I was like, so imagine you love somebody and mm-hmm. you know that this one thing could make him happy, and it won't. And it's not like they'll be like, you know what, release me, let me go. Mm-hmm. But, like, you wake up and you look at the face every day and yeah. you know truly I know. I that know person is not happy. Yeah. So I, my thing is, like, and if you truly care about, if you love somebody, you yeah. love about them yeah. being happy at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, could you still be able to, like, do, like, 20 years? You know the person not happy. They just walking around, like, just yeah. getting through it. That, that That's my angle See, from That's it. the extreme, though, right? Yeah. That's the absolute <laughs> extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. not common. And it's like, yeah. if it comes to that absolute extreme and the woman understands this where his happiness lies, mm-hmm. and you can fall out of love. People, you got to remember that. Like, right. love is not guaranteed to be forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a thin line between love and hate, and a lot of things can change that line, right? So... If it goes down the line like 20 years later and you know this person's not happy, he's not even want to be in a relationship, yeah. then you got to just let them go, mm. honestly. So to your point, <laughs> I'm happy just me and you. <laughs> to that extreme, yeah. then I'll agree, right? Yeah. But other than that, I don't really see the point of it. At what point, um, I know we get into this love talk, but it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's cool. good to build, especially with men, right? Yeah. Because this is a thing that we don't get into and we, we just really like... We don't, yeah. yeah it's always macho, macho, macho. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I get you. At what point do you think, like, love is safe? If you have to, like, guess it, like, is it after 10 years? Is it after, like, five years? Is it after six months? Because yeah. I, I feel like, because, yeah. my, well, my parents, I see them now, and it's mm. the funniest shit. Because mm. I was like, damn, y'all really love each other. This right? is weird. Yeah. Like, but, like, obviously, they've been married 30-some years so or whatever it is. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's a different story. But mm-hmm. at what point do you think, like, you, like, you become, like, you know, like, regardless, mm. even yeah. if y'all split up, yeah. this person is left uh Marking your you, life forever. It's, it's, I don't think it's a time thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of a experience thing. You gotta go through some stuff to know Together, okay. if a person loves you or not. Like, God forbid, I'm doing time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know she's there every visit. Like da da da. Mm-hmm. That's love. Or like, maybe my leg gets cut off mm-hmm. and I'm not the man I used to be. Your wife would still be around if your leg was done. That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Say we want another. <laughs> Should have brought you in here with us. <laughs> but it's like, I think that, like, certain shit you go through yeah. is what dictates your love, like, right. when you truly love somebody. Because there's a fascination and there's lust, too, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that people f- kind of confuse lust with love or, you know, admiration with love, right? It's kind of like, I like this person. You can like somebody so bad yeah. and confuse it with love. You know what I mean? Oh, but really? Yeah, I, I believe so. 
But you, if you go through something and you see them, if you're at your down or your worst, and you, and you just see that light in them, mm-hmm. then you kind of be like, you know what? Like, this person really loves me. Now it's up to you to, like, return it back. Or if you don't love the person, then you got to let them know because you don't want to break somebody's heart, right? Yeah. So For you, um, mm-hmm. specifically, at what point did you look at your wife prior to y'all getting married or whatever? At what point mm-hmm. did you look at it? Oh, man, did she really... <laughs> what is one thing that that she stuck to? Like uh, I know, like I know, you... I know. This is whole no. This is no <laughs> You know, what hey saying? man, I, I'm loving this thing, I, and we'll get into like the music and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, like, most not, def, most def. Um, um, I'm just curious. Yeah. No, we went through a lot. We went through a lot, man. And we've been t- like, I've been knowing her for about seven years, mm-hmm. and that might not sound long to some people, yeah. but it was hella long for me. Because yeah. before then, I was really running around, especially when you're out here in these streets. Yeah, you know. I, <laughs> Like I said, I left my place like 19 and oh. I had a little bit of money on okay. me. So I was really like enjoying life. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that helped me grow up quick mm-hmm. where I decided like, all right, I was like spending crazy dough and nothing to show for it. I was, you know, talking Popping to whoever. Bottles. You know what I'm saying? I think I've seen you pop up with champagne. Ew, that's young <laughs> ew. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? But you go through the phase yeah, though. Like yeah. as a young boy, you see people chilling and you see them partying hard you want to go through that phase so I went through that phase kind of young so when I decided like yo I want to start investing or at least like get a house or certain things like that she put me on that tip mm-hmm. she was the only girl that no don't do that <laughs> don't go right. let's not go to the club let's go do this instead and she started you know get your credit fixed get this together you know what I'm saying invest in this da 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 and then I realized she wasn't there just for the name or the looks or whatever the case, whatever girls might like me for, right? Right. She was really there for me. And then through that phase, you start to realize, all right, somebody loves you, all right, let me start giving it back. And then, you know, started to build from there. And again, we went through a lot of a lot of stuff and it just hit you like, yo, do you want to start all over mm-hmm. and look for somebody new? And that might not be the person or do you want to go with this person because they already showed you where they stand. Yeah. So it's either you're going to take her or leave it. And I'm like, yo, I look at my friends, I'm like, man, I ain't trying to live like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These guys out here hurting, they're home. They ain't got nobody to cook. You get me that? No meal for them. It's, it, it is right. That is so, that is scary in, yeah. the, in a sense. Because we look at it like, damn, we think... I always tell people we think that we're going to be young forever. For, forever. Yeah, and then... It comes uh, a point in time, man. I'm 29, and I'm, I mean, I've kind of realized it before, but it's like, damn, you know, like... Because you see people now... I, I mean, I still go out, mm-hmm. granted, like, some of the... Obviously, yeah, because reason. of what we do, uh, yeah, we go out... Party MC or whatever it is yep, that yep. I do, mm-hmm. but you see like the older people, like forty five yeah. with the dad belly, dude, yeah, in the VIP Still section around, with man. some twenty year. I'm like, yo, this gotta be sad, yeah, man. man it's crazy because you probably can't even have sex with her properly. You come you on, know man, why she's you, there. <laughs> you know why she's you're messing 45, with you. Forty five, you gonna like, be knocked out by the time you get to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> and she just gonna call her real boyfriend. Exactly, like it don't make no sense. And I'm not trying to be a sucker. I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was not that guy. I will never be that guy yeah, 100%. and I made sure of that because it looks wild man it looks wild man like I, if I'm in the club now mm-hmm. honestly by like 2 o'clock I'm probably ready to get out yeah. like I enjoyed the music I already done dapped up everybody who I want to dap up took a couple of flicks you know what I mean and, and I'm ready to go home now man cause my thing is I, I tell my friends now two, after 2.30 yeah. nothing good happens in the club you get what I'm trying to say now right uh, and yeah. then uh, I think Fact. last week I was out and I kind of fucked up 
I just didn't pay attention to it too mm-hmm. much. I was having too good of a time. Okay. And then 245, I look up, there's a fight broke out. Somebody threw a fucking exactly. glass in my head. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? I was supposed to be out. And I was with a friend who yeah. we were talking about. It. He's like, yo, guy, yeah. you know, you was even saying on your podcast, 230, you out of here. I said, yeah. true, but sometimes... Um, you get carried away yeah. um, Let's get into the rapid stuff. I want to know, uh, at the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, at what point, what inspired you to start rapping? Oh, crazy, man. Um, I think, I'll say, like, high school, grade 11. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typical freestyles in the lunchroom. Right. I was one of those guys. Anytime I rap, people liked it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they kind of hyped me up. So, obviously, growing at Falstaff, um, there was a lot of people who I looked up to, like Juggernaut. There's a guy called Frankie Payne. Um, I consider him a Toronto legend, honestly. And um, Frankie Payne. Yeah, Frankie Payne. Check I've him out. I've never heard of him. Yeah, man, go check him out. One of the best lyricists, like, ever. I don't really care what anybody got to tell me. Right. Um, so he was from my neighborhood, right? So just seeing him, I was friends with his younger brother. So they encouraged me to, like, you know, start doing your thing, try, try to take it serious. And then um, I graduated high school, went to college to do marketing for a bit, and I was just kind of like, I wasn't really feeling the marketing at that time. So, yeah, I left. <laughs> and then I got enrolled in this music school called Remix Project. I don't know if you heard of it. I've, I've, re- is this, it's an actual school? Well, I, I consider they, it a school. They also do like, they do like the Remix Project, uh, kind of like concert or whatever it is. Yeah, they is end, that, like at the end of the program, they okay, would that's a concert. The, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it is like a, well, I think six month program for entrepreneurs, DJs, art songwriters, or producers at the time when I went. So I applied for an artist. And it's crazy, man. I had a crazy story, man. Like, I wanted to be an artist, so they asked me to rap. And this is when I first started rapping. And then this guy named Souls, Salute to Souls, he wasn't feeling it. He was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, he was like, nah, you're not that good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving this room <laughs> until y'all take me. And I started talking my ass off. Just started telling him about all these ideas. I had a clothing line at the time. Shout out to Casanova. I had different ways of marketing, um, music, and stuff like that. So you really like my ambition and my hustle. So he was just like, all right, you know what, man? You're not going to make it as an artist, but you're going to be my personal intern. And I'm going I'm to teach you how to record, teach you how to mix, teach you the ins and outs of the business. Damn. So I got in like that. So I was like, like I'm bigger than the artist position right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm recording the artist now, the guys that got ahead above me. Yeah. So um, trying to keep this story short, like I, I was there, and then he got let go. And the person who replaces souls is 40. Noah should be. OVO, right? Yeah. So now I'm interning on an E40, and, and I'm just like, and this time I didn't know who the hell he was. He just came in the studio with just magic hands. He just started playing the piano, and then was the magic was happening. It's yeah. crazy. Drake was coming in after hours to record, Um, I believe at the time, was comeback season. So um, it was kind of just to see this whole entire thing happening around me, and I'm like, and I was an amateur rapper at that time, so I was just trying to get in, and I was able to see after hours, what Drake and them was doing and whatnot. And I just thought that was crazy, right? So when I graduated, I'm like, you know what? I can do this too. Because I didn't see no different from myself and these guys, you know? So um, that pretty much propelled what I decided to do. And I started to work on my first album called Coming of Age. And um, I signed to a local company called Ghana Links Record. I don't know if you heard of them. Uh, I know Ghana Links uh, as a Game. promoter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, you had a little record label. Okay. Yeah, so you were signing independent artists. And then um, we did a thing called GLR, which was um, Slim Flex, Freeman Ottawa, V Bling, and myself. Mm-hmm. And we did a little. Um, v Bling, that was the Ghanaian chick, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. What, whatever happened to her? Is she around? I she don't, seen she her. don't do music. She's a model now, oh, and okay. she does beauty pageants. 
Shout out like to women. Whenever so. the girl get pregnant, she go at my head, kind of. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> not, not not to say that. Like, again, that situation was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we went through a little phase and whatnot. <laughs> again, shout outs to them. I'm funny or not? Shout outs to them. You know, we still cool, so you know, yeah. everything's blessed. But um, we went through that phase, and then um. That's now, what, what, sorry, not to cut yeah, you off. Like when, when, when he decides to sign you, are you guys like signing? Like, okay, we're gonna try to, I'm invest money, and then we're gonna get this popping. Or does he actually like put money behind you as an artist kind of thing? Like, what was that like? What yeah, was so that was, like? it was a, it was kind of a weird deal because at the time they were just starting up, right, so they so didn't really have the funding like that. The actual funding was going to Vanessa more than anybody, mm. but we just wanted to get ourselves branded. And mind you, <laughs> this is like us young boys. Yeah, like Vanessa, right. you took you took all the damn you know what so, all the budgets. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> we wanted to get branded, and we're like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. And then we dropped the project. I dropped the album, man. Like legit, like you know, I'm not trying to put too much details out there, but like I kind of put it. I put the funds on myself, and I wanted to just get this out there. Right. So they they end up kind of matching me with the marketing at least right and then um you know we, we dropped it and what's crazy is that album got album of the year through the AE awards right okay so that was like a a good um how you call it like, it was a good recognition because yeah. i mean because as you do whatever it is that you do mm-hmm. if let's say you do something for like a year or two or five and yeah. nobody even ever comes up to you and go yo man that's good what you yeah. doing you're gonna it kind of yeah like it stop. defeats the purpose like fuck why am i doing this exactly. nobody really paying attention exactly so that was a good booster. That kind of kept me going. After that, I was just kind of like, yo, Gabe, you know, you don't know we're good enough, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do my own thing, you know? So Vanessa I kind of left all that. The, she took all the budget, so I got to... Yeah, it <laughs> just, just like, yeah. No, it's all good, though. Yeah. It didn't really make sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, again, I just like, you know what? If I'm going to be doing things myself, I ended up taking my career into my own hands, mm-hmm. and I started meeting the promoters myself. I started meeting the radio, um, you know, p- personnel myself, right. and I started making all these connections myself. You look at my email log, it's like 200 contacts in there, you know what I mean? Right. So... I just like, yo, I don't really, until like, you can do something I can't do, I'm not going to assign to nobody, you know what right. I mean? If the, if, if, it, if the funds are not correct, I'm not going to assign to nobody. So he understood what that was, and he let me go, you know what I mean? So um, to double down, I did decide to continue to do my own thing, and I ended up working with an a international band called Earth Phonics. I don't know if you heard about that. I seen y'all perform, uh, you, you perform uh, um, one of the award, uh, one of the yes. A&E awards, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, re- I remember seeing you on there with, I was like, damn, what are you doing with these white folks? <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody was like, that was the what first the hell like, they're about to come do up here? Hey, what the man doing with the... But, I mean, it was good. Like I'm saying, this yeah. was a couple years. I think, because the A&E Awards were like, it happened... It, at first, it was happening every year. Yeah, and then like, every two years yeah, or so. Now like it's like, whenever they get money or Yeah, whatever, pretty much. <laughs> whenever he feels like it. <laughs> If it's this year, yo, yeah, I well, just dropped something. Because I think know. they even started teasing it for, uh, for 2019. I did see, a, like, a plug somewhere about that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what they do with it, though. Uh, now, you was also them. saying, like, you saw Drake uh, coming in there to do... Yeah, man. Uh, you got to witness... Before the, the glow-up, you know what I mean? What was what was that like? What was that like, like, seeing Drake record and do music? Like, is it... Because I know, like, when we listen to him, we think, like, oh, this shit just is that easy or whatever it mm-hmm. is. What was that like, seeing him, at, especially, like, at an earlier stage? Um, At the time, man... It's weird, yo, because, like, he was still on the grassy, I believe. So it wasn't the Drake that we know today, right? So mm-hmm. 
I, I, I took him like, all right, it's a cool guy. He never really said nothing to nobody, really, though. No. He was just kind of in his corner on his, on his MacBook, headphones on until the sessions was done. Then he came and did his own session. So he didn't really interact with us that much at those times. He was really intri- like an introvert, I guess. But, um, yeah, you know, man used to be like, yeah, Jimmy and whatnot, like the whole Degrassi thing at that time. But you knew that you knew he was in there for something serious. We just didn't know what it was until right. it came out publicly comeback season. And then you way. heard it, you're like, damn. Yeah, I was like, okay. I actually like, because remember, you had the song out, what's it called? Um, What's that track called? The Toronto track. T-O-R-N-T-O. Something yeah, like that, right? Like Backpack something, Backpack. Yeah. Like, I, I remember hearing that song, and I didn't know who the was, fuck right? that yeah. was. I was like, yeah. oh, who the fuck yeah. is this guy? Exactly. And I, I was kind of on the same tip. I'm like, oh, this is the guy. So I, was, I respected his pen at that time, but... It wasn't really nobody to really admire, you know what I'm trying to say? At yeah. least at that moment, right? So Nobody gave a fuck on Nobody it. cared, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, to tell you the truth. You know, the craziest thing, I was listening to an interview, uh, the Trey Songs dig, and they asked him, like, why didn't you side Drake at the time? He was like, I mean, he was just like, he came in, he didn't speak much. It's true. Uh, but then, like, like, he was super shy. But yeah. then when you would listen to his music, you were Felt like, it. What, yeah. what, this guy... He's up to something. You, you wouldn't even think it's the same um, It's the same guy that's spitting what he's spitting kind of thing. Yep. Um, no, he was definitely up to something at those times. So, so they, they kept it on the hush, even around the students at the time. You know, shout out to my boy Priceless, Dirty, Honey, Obi. Rich kid, you know what I'm saying? Future, that was my guy, like, which is Drake's DJ right now. So it was crazy, man. Um, so I want to get into... Now, when you were saying you were signed to the, to the label, mm-hmm. was that, one of my favorite songs of yours mm-hmm. is a song called One to Play. Oh, word. All right, wicked. <laughs> you remember that track at all? Yeah, I do. I do, man. Yeah. Was that, was that part of the... When you were with Gannon Link's record, is that when you... Re, is that part nah, of the release? that's not part of it. That nah. was just like a, a... That was after it. A single. Yeah, it was just a single. Now, I remember... Um, I remember linking up with Uzi B one time, and mm-hmm. we did a song just for fun kind of thing. All right. Um, he featured me on it. I mean, first of all, he put a song out. Okay. And he was like... Uh, he left a verse open. He was like, anybody can spit a verse, whatever. Okay. I've also, like... Play around with rap. Oh, word. A lot. Right. Like, I've, I've probably been doing, like, music things a lot longer than pop, anything else. Really? But it's just that, as mm-hmm. an artist, I just never work up the courage to, like, brand myself like, yo, I'm an MC, I'm a rap. Yeah, which is hard. Because yeah. I think, like, I mean, it's yeah. a different story. <laughs> which when you is hard. Right. So I've always made music <laughs> right, for wicked. myself yes. that I enjoy. Wicked. But when I saw that music... Mm. I was. I remember I was talking to him. I was like, because I thought it was his song at first. Which a lot of people did, because he really killed it. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he, killed he really the song. killed it. And yeah. I was like, damn, I wonder why Ayo never pushed this record and, like, <laughs> turned into a single. The song was good. The video was I know, good. Man, I know, uh, Talk to me a little bit about that, <laughs> like, recording it. How come we, we never I, even... I think that's... I think those are the hits and misses of the game. You know what I mean? Right. Where, you, like, that song... And it's Toronto, too, man. I'm going to keep it 100, like... You don't really get the feedback to make you feel like the track is really that hot. You put your all into it, but then it's like you're literally begging DJs to play your record. You're literally trying to get some type of feedback from the record, right? And and you saw the video, like we um we did it. Um I did it at Ozzy's studio. I had the beat from a guy called Pia who's now like the number one producer in Toronto. Really? But that was the first joint he did, right? So we're just testing him. And I was like, yo, this beat is crazy. And that time, me and Freeman were roommates. That's why he's on the record. You know what I mean? We're yeah. actually living together at that okay, time. Okay, okay, okay. So we're just like, all right, you know what? Ozzy, 
He's Nigerian. Yeah, we need a Nigerian song. Right? Do it. No, I mean, and and you know what? I'm gonna try to put the record in between uh, the podcast episodes so just no people doubt. could, could yeah. hear it. Uh, no, doubt. no doubt. Hands down, my favorite record Word. of yours. Like, and I was just, and I remember crazy, talking to. Him, I was like, Yo, Uzi, like, how come y'all didn't push this record? Like, why was like? And and he was he was like, that's when he told me he was like, he blamed it on me, right? No, he didn't. Oh, he was okay. like, he was like, bro, it wasn't my song. It's true. He's like, I can't, like, yeah, you true. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was featured on it. I did what I did. We shot the video. I showed yeah. love and things yeah. like that. But it was, a, I can't push somebody else's record because yeah. they might even get mad at me. Like, the fuck you pushing my record or As trying yours, to, yeah. you know, performing it and shit like yeah, that, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how I was just like, damn, that was, yeah. that was, that was. Uh, no, I get it, though. I, I, people hit me up all the time. Like, that's the song that, that should have blown. You know what I mean? And it was at a time, too, before a lot of people kind of hopped on the wave. Can't you do a remix of it now? I can Somebody actually suggested trying to get Soccer Day on the, on, the, on the remix of it. So we're actually looking at it, me and my team, like mm -hmm. some of the older records that kind of got slept on mm -hmm. and just kind of remixing them and whatnot. So that is... And, and even if you don't get him, mm. uh, no disrespect to it, but like just doing a remix of yourself or like or maybe clean up the verses or whatever it is. I think so, yeah. And then re Because right now, like at least at this point, you have your own platform. Yeah, which so, I'm a bigger artist so, now. So even if a thousand people to fuck with you listen to it, that's yeah. way better than the records that's been out like X Ain't amount not. of years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I feel Don't like... Don't bury it, pretty much, you're trying my, to say. My, I, and I always tell people, it's like, mm. I know we want the bigger artists yeah. uh, or whatever it is, yeah, um, yeah. or the bigger interviews or whatever it is, but these guys only pay attention when the local people fucking with us. So, like, I feel like if you were to re-release that mm -hmm. um, and whatever you have to do, like, people would be like, oh, like, I mean, I love the record. That's I listened crazy. to it just yeah. I was like, That's yo, crazy, man. That's why crazy, would man. we do this then? But, I mean, I understand the politics. Um, yeah, why, politics. why do you think DJs didn't play that song? I don't know, man, because maybe because I'm more of an English rapper. I don't know. You know, I, I dabble in the Afro beats, but what's crazy is some of the biggest... Afrobeat records in Toronto, I'm featured on them. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? So it. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like, maybe it might be Paola, you know what I mean? Maybe they... And th there seems to be some type of... They like to play the artists from back home, right? But they don't realize that we are just as good, you know? So yeah. if you guys push us and we get that recognition, it's only going to help you. But uh, I don't know the politics behind it, man. Like... I don't know. Is I it really, is, is it really one of your biggest know. frustration when it comes yeah, to music? It is, man. It is because like I e I do email blasts to all the DJs, and then you literally have to like put cash in their pocket, which I don't mind doing, but I can't pay a hundred no, DJs. No, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and my thing is, I shouldn't pay you if the song is good. Exactly, and it's something that we don't want to do. You don't want to be based off of payola. Yeah. You don't want your your brand to be based off of payola. You, if you really mess with me or you really fuck with my music, like, I want it to be genuine. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I'll respect you. I'll approach you any type of way. I'll see you. In the, if you want me to meet you in the club, I'll come in the club. You want an email, I'll come to the email. You want DJ drops, I'll give you DJ drops. But then you get to the club, they're not playing your records. You go to certain events, and your record's not really getting played. So I don't know. I think your shit, your shit just gotta go viral, maybe. Because there's, there's one record, uh, Hip Life Canada. I don't know if you heard it from Freeman. Uh, no. It's a while ago. It's like kind of like at least seven years ago, but that song was played everywhere. So, and I actually heard that in like uh, one of these stores. And people, and I went to Ghana, people recognized me, people in Toronto recognized me off of that record. So, I think it got to be viral mm -hmm. for them to kind of catch on, but they won't play it out of their own. Out of love. Yeah, they won't blow up a song. 
the song got to blow up. You get what I'm trying to say? Because before DJs used to be the guy that will yeah, actually yeah. blow the song. Hey, man, like, I got the tracks. Let me let me give it to the people. So hear in the club, music. people will come and be like, "Yo, who's that you exactly. play?" That's how that's how it it um, it changed, man. These guys don't they won't play until it's literally in their face everywhere. Then they feel like, oh shoot, I gotta play the record, mm-hmm. but they won't actually break a record. DJs break records, you know what I mean? So, do you think um, our DJs are too busy trying to be superstars? Because I feel like DJs went from just focusing about just playing good music to now they want to be. Well, known. they're a brand, yeah. Like their brand is bigger than the artist brand. Like legit. Like if you have a local show, the DJ is getting paid more than the artist. No, that's a Which fact. is yeah, that, I'm mean, cool with it. Whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, because I mean, the, I've been around. It, I've been around the business in, uh, like a very long time. Yeah. Um, and there's not, there's not, especially in African entertainment. There's not somebody I haven't rubbed elbows with. Yeah, I so work. You know. Yeah, I know how it works, yeah. but like, yeah. I, I'm not biased when shit is good. Yeah, I hear now that. when the shit is trash, I'd be Call like, trash. "Yo, B, yeah. stop playing this fucking song just because you fuck with this guy." Honest, yes, it's and then you get those good. situations too, Ooh, there's, there's, where you get the politics, <laughs> where it's like, "Oh, this because of my guy," and they're they're I'm forcing gonna, that record. I'm gonna play the shit out this record. One of these records came oh, on the club. Man. I was in there a couple of days ago, yeah. and I fell asleep. Mm. Now, not that it's not a good record, but yeah. prime time in the club, we don't want to hear that nah, shit, man. man. And maybe that's the <laughs> risk too, right? They feel like they don't. No, but if you're a DJ, you should know him. No, no, you know. You know. I, that record is being played because the the person's incredible. He's a good dude, mm-hmm. and um, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But at two thirty, I mean, no, it was like one thirty in the morning. It's prime time. We don't want to yeah. go back to that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we were just like, but I understand the support he gets because mm-hmm. maybe also um, he's a good guy and things like that. And sometimes like from the far, it, like me and you never had an interaction until today. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is but crazy. But like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, which is, because I've seen him so many times, like yeah, whatever it is. Uh, but I, I, I believe everything's in timing. But like yeah. when I go back and I listen to your music, mm-hmm. um, I don't like every song, but that song was, to She's me, it was cool. like, it was, it was it was a no-brainer, like, yo. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a chance to talk to, when I was actually Uzi B, that's when it kind of enlightened me a little bit. Yeah. Um, speaking of song, based on that, what is your favorite uh, collaboration um, ever? That I did, right? That you did, yeah. Um, damn. The first one that you thought of, because I know now you're you're shuffling <laughs> to your mind, but there's that one. <laughs> you know, trying to be politically <laughs> yeah. correct. No, no, because as soon as I said it, your eyes lit up, and I had to tell there was that one there, but then you might have to, uh, you, you look like you was rearranging. Right, Give it, me that first name. All right, I'll say Freeman Nado. It was okay. the Hip Life Canada. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, my first time doing Afro Beats, they didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just flowed on the beat, and the song went viral, man. Right. Legit, so... I got to say, that's the song that was the most fun. It got me some of the most gigs in the African community, I, at least I can say. And, you know, it really did. It really went far, man. Is he like your... your? Because I see even when you post up, he shows you a lot of love, support. Yeah, you man. Post and stuff. You guys' relationship still good? Yeah, of course. Like I said, we lived together for like three years, man. So he's like my little bro. You know what I mean? He's like two years younger than me, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> At yeah, the yeah. time we met, he was little bro, right? Yeah. So... Um, I seen his whole career, man. I watch him prosper. I, I know his family. I know his. I know everything about him. Okay. So it's more than music with me and him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like that's my brother, brother. You know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. Um, let's get into the EP. 
Yeah, we gave that. you a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm enjoying this conversation so no far. Doubt, man, no uh, so the EP is called Tags, Tags. right? D. Albert Gorman's story. Correct. Uh, he gave you his government name, so he made this shit is serious. Mm-hmm. It's legit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Look him up. <laughs> uh, he gave me a special card. I, I really, I, uh, number one, thank you. Uh, I would definitely put this in my car, listen to it. Respect. Uh, six songs. Why did you decide to do, because this is not your first major project. No, it's not. I did um, mixtapes before too as you well. You did mix. Yeah. Why didn't you come out with like a full fledged album instead of like a six song EP? Um, what was the idea behind just an EP? I'll just say honestly, because I'm independent, so it's like it's harder to promote every song. Like I don't really want no song to get slept on. So I okay. dropped. Honestly, I broke the album down. At, let's say I could have had twelve songs, but the ones that were featured, I kind of gave them out. So like okay. the Donette record, I don't know if you heard it. The Gold yeah, I was I was listening to it. Yeah, right. That was one of the records that could have been on the album, but instead I just kind of like you know what, let's just get this out there early. So I don't want to overwhelm or is this your record or or or, or her record? Because I thought it was a record that she did and then she put you on it, or that just kind of how you guys branded yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of those situations okay. where I do that a lot though. Um, you know, I write for others. Um, I give concepts out. Um, yeah, you'll see my hand dabble in a few people's records and whatnot. But a lot of the songs you hear me featuring me, it's usually might be my beat, and I'm telling the person, let's do it like this kind of thing, right? Okay. Because I, I don't want, and when I do my Afro beat records, I don't really want all of them to be mine because it's hard sometimes for me to kind of get it out there. So I'm like, you're done there. She wanted a record. So I'm like, all right, I got a record for you. The, 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 Here you go. Let's, okay. I you mean, which is, which is, because you're still on the record. Yeah. So, like, somebody might hear you for like, oh, who's this guy? And then exactly. it, it, it goes so back to, to more music. of a business thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But she needed a record. I'm like, you know what? I got you. I know the guys who can feature on it. And then I put the, I put the whole song together, and she obviously killed it. She promoted it like crazy. Um, she actually, she had her input, of course. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. So that's how that song pretty much went. But I wanted to keep the songs that's on my EP are the right. ones that actually meant to, a lot to me. Right. So that's why I kept those records. Uh, what What is your favorite song off the EP? It changes every day, but probably vibes. Feel the vibe. Feel man. the vibe. Yeah. Um. It's also my favorite record on there. Oh yeah. Feel the vibe is the favorite one. Yeah. I was it was I was in between that and uh, focus. Uh, I don't want to mess this up now. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I was listening to him without actually sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the... I think it's... Yeah, it is Focus. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Between me and Those are the two <laughs> signs. Two, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I also heard Charge It to the Game. Oh, yeah. That's different, right? What What inspired you to do like a rock star kind of... Uh, uh, is it because you want to feel like... I want to feel my range a little bit and know that I could do other things? Because, I mean, you've yeah. done... Afrobeat yeah. kind of music, yeah, yeah. Uh, rap, obviously, give and take. This is a straight rap, yeah, pretty EP. much, yeah. Um, and then now you're doing like Little Wayne rock star kind yeah. of thing <laughs> going on. Um, why did you want to do that record? Um, honestly, because I have a band, so it's like that song came naturally. Of was just jamming, mm-hmm. and I just started to kind of just flow on it. And I like Eminem, you know, growing up, and he he had a song um, "Lose Yourself," right? So right. I always wanted to make a record like that. Okay, and also. That was a business decision as well because we were actually pitching that song for movies. I wanted it to be soundtrack music. I wanted it to be anime music. Like I'm an anime head as well, right? So yeah. I pretty much wanted to make a song for video games or stuff, stuff like that. So I'm also taking strategy into my music as well, right? Yeah. So um, that's pretty much how that song was about. And it was crazy. I can even show you my numbers. That's the song that got the most listens. Really? You know what I mean? And I did not expect that myself. So it kind of says, hmm, 
Should I do a little bit more of this, or you know what I mean? Should I? Are, are you the type of person that you you do music based on what you think people appreciate, or you just really do shit that you love to do, and then what you love is up to you as a consumer? See, that's the hard part. I uh, I would love to just do the songs I like, yeah. you know, but I get I have a team of people. I get influenced to say you got to do a record like this, you right. know, or I might hear a song like you know what? I want to make a song like that because I I get bored. At times, that yeah, yeah. might be the, one of the reasons why I even did Afro beats. Because people tell me, don't do it. Don't touch. Seven years ago, don't do no African shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man. Like, do you guys really? really? Gone? Yeah, legit. People were telling me not to do it. Stay away mm. from it. I'm like, why? And this is seven years ago. And I went to Ghana for eight months. And I'm like, yo, my music don't make nobody dance. Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, he can't play my stuff in the club. So, I was like. That is a fact. Yeah, I got tired of that. So, I'm like, no, I want, I want people to be happy when they hear my song. Not right. always be in some type of mood, right? Yeah. So, that was the real reason why I did Hip Life Canada and did Want to Play and did all those records. Because I just want my own people to move to my music as mm -hmm. well, right? So with the with the charger again, that was like a business decision. That was a song that my team said, "Give it a shot." And um, I always wanted to do music that was meant for movies, and we're getting close to, to, my, to getting them. It might get a placement, yeah, man. Okay. Shouts to E One and um, T Nice. He's the one that's kind of pushing the train behind that record. So yeah, nice. Uh, and now when we talk about Afrobeat, I guess is is give it to me kind of like. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of compromising between rap and Afro beat, but to your yeah. own tailored exactly. uh, style. So that's what it was. I like that song too. Yeah, that's all that um, was too, man. What's the process when you're recording? Like, how do you record? Do you listen to the beat, put the words to it, or do you write your words and then um, make a beat to it kind of thing? It, it really varies, honestly. There's been yeah. times I'm in the studio and the beat's being made and I'm writing at the spot. And there's been times where I'm soaking in the beat like yeah. for a week, you know? Like, <laughs> like I need these words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this particular project, I actually went in it thinking like I had like a, I had a sketch though. Okay. So I need this record, I need this record, I need this record, I need this record. And during the whole process, I'll make other records which ended up being the Come to Play and all these other songs, right? Okay. So with these ones, like... I had this guy named Andre. He produced about three of the records. Mm -hmm. I had them on different beats, kind of just sketches, ideas. So when I went to him, I wrote the lyrics out, and then he was just like rapping acapella. So I just did it with no beat, and then he ended up producing underneath it. Really? Yeah, so that's how that process went with the focus, the vibes, and um, the give it to me. Mm -hmm. that's, how that's, that's how that song went. So I did my, my, my verses... And then with Give It To Me, I Atun Pine is my homie from, he's in the UK right now. So um, me and him, like when I was in Ghana for the eight months, we actually connected and he had that song, uh, uh, you know the thing? Some, uh, some Afrobeat song from Ghana that blew up back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, Some, do you know, do you know the thing? Whatever that, is that uh, it? Smile, girl, you don't know the thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I fucked that up all the way. But yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up all the way, but yeah. that, that's exactly, that, 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 that was the song I was trying to, uh, humbly uh, <laughs> <laughs> mimic but yeah so oh, that's a homie of yours yeah that's a homie so we kind of even like helped blow up that record that's another story for another day but pretty much I reached back out to him I'm like you know what you're in the UK you got a crazy following you got like mad fans so yeah. I'm like you know what that was a business decision again right infiltrate the UK market so I could have featured somebody out here but I just wanted to do that with somebody out of the national yeah and we have good connections. So he did the, he sent me back his chorus in like a week. Shit. Yeah, man. And I let Andre mix and master it. And it sound, And actually, I brought a guy in to do the saxophone mm -hmm. to just give it that, to smooth it out a little bit more, right? 
So it was crazy, man. It was a so I get the sense you're not just like picking beats and just rapping over. You're actually like a musician. You think about yeah. uh, different instruments and things like definitely, that. Definitely. Uh, what do you think that is the biggest thing that sets you apart from everybody else? I mean, I, I've listened to rappers or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but how you breaking it down to me is like, yeah, this guy really is, he's giving it more yeah, thoughts exactly. than and yeah. that we would think. Yeah, I think just because of the band factor, right? I used to be that rap bar for bar, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. still bar for bar, you know what I mean? Right, but right. I just got, being around the band, I know notes. I understand pitches. I understand certain things that music needs to have, right? So I treat my voice like an instrument too, right? Mm-hmm. The way I try to flow on the beat and whatnot. I'm actually trying to practice a little bit more at that. So um, just that whole scene, how a live instrument can make you feel is what I want my music to feel. So if you listen to like Feel the Vibe, yeah. you hear the guitar in there, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I was listening to on my on my speaker and... Um, I, w- I could hear the instrument a lot more than I could hear your voice. Mm-hmm. So it was like feeling the... the, the um, now that you tell them, I'm like, oh, shit, that, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Because yeah. when I'm hit, listening to headphones, different. Mm-hmm. But when I definitely put on my soundbar, I, I yeah. could hear the music. Oh, the music. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. There's little know. details in there that I just like... <laughs> that you want to hear. Otherwise. I wanted it in there, and I'm like... And I get also musicians would get it, you know? Like, I know the average listener would just want to hear the flow and maybe hear, like, the bass line and whatnot, but mm-hmm. if you really love music, you'll hear the little details that we put effort into and, and then, um, yeah, charge it to the game. It's all live instruments, right? Yeah. Except for the drum. The drum is a drum pad, but everything else is live. It's live. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. Um, I saw you recently posted uh, for 2018 streams, 21,000 streams, 7,000 yeah. fans, oh 61,000 minutes, 18 countries. Spotify, thank you. <laughs> what was that like? Like, look, And this is just Spotify, so I guess Apple, exactly. does Apple do the same thing too? Um, they don't really give you the full rundown like that. Really? But I do kind of, I, I do, I see the bots, whoever okay. buys it, but I don't see the full streams. Oh, Which that's... Which is weird, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I've been streaming the album, mm-hmm. um, and I'm on, on Apple, Apple, so... Yeah. Okay. And that's how Big I've ones. been listening to it. Um, what is that like when you're looking at these numbers? And Because people don't... Like, when I look at it, I'm like, damn, yo. Like, that's my first thing, right? Because even, like, doing the podcast, when I look at my numbers at the end of the... Um, at the end of the year... Mm-hmm. I don't look at it episode per episode because nah. I don't want to be like, oh, shit, I only did that. Like, yeah, yeah. I was some sh- You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, 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 I literally, I tell people I don't care about the numbers mm-hmm. as much as I care about the quality of what I'm doing because I feel like Thank you. whenever it gets, the right person will see or whatever it is and yeah. then at that point it's refined and it's good enough mm-hmm. that when they do give it a chance, you're not like, yo, this shit is trash. Exactly. Me. Then you, you lose it. I mean? Yeah, then but you like, lose them. So yeah. I, I'd rather you take your time and get to it mm-hmm. And me just perfecting the craft of yep. podcasting or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, but back what you said. So when I look at those numbers, I say, yo, from 2018, that wasn't a bad year. How does that make you feel? Oh, uh, man. Like, I didn't expect that. I didn't know Spotify was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not on my radar to be like, yo, I can't wait to the end of the year so I yeah. can see. Like, it really came out of nowhere. And I was just kind of like, wow. Like, okay. Like, you know, I did something. Like, yeah, something. On happened. my own. Like, legit. I don't have nobody... I have angel investors, people who actually donate money mm-hmm. and don't expect nothing back, and salute to y'all. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, that's, that's You know what I mean? Like, my angel supporters, man, like, thank y'all so much. But um, it lets you know that I see it like you're one hit away. Mm-hmm. I'm legit one song away from actually reaping what I sow. You Everything know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I re- as you can tell now, right, I really take my craft seriously, right. so... 
I want it to be when you do hear it, you feel like, yeah, this is really good. It's worth you might me not taking even like the time. It. Yeah, yeah, you might not even like like that record, but you can tell, all right, this this is a well put together song. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was my whole thing about doing a project like that. And any song that I end up releasing, I just don't do it just for the the let's say you know like that one week response. Oh, my friends like it. I'm I'm past that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really like I'm at the stage where it's like we have a few people pushing it. Certain records I will put money into. Yeah. To get to make sure it gets what it right, needs to get, get, to. get to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But other than that, I try to put the best quality. And then um, when they, when you do meetings, like a lot of people don't even know, like the certain stuff you don't even show on into, um, uh, Instagram or whatever social media. Like I do meetings sometimes with like industry people, and they'll be hearing my stuff. They'll be like, "Yo, bro, you're two years away from." people catching up to your sound and it's like really and it's like keep doing it man because it's gonna get up on it and then you might meet the next person that'd be like you know what try this though that, that, that. so it's like it's a lot of it going on and you're just like no i just want to put the best shit out at the same time so a lot of people in your ear you yeah, feel like distracted man, what you're lot. trying to do it's a lot so when you see the numbers right it's all right i'm doing it right yeah thing. <laughs> you're like <laughs> shit. no i mean like, and this is what we we're talking about like it's it's okay to do what you love and then even if you do it for 10 years but nobody ever yeah. even message you like yo bro i appreciate it <laughs> yo. you know what i mean that could fuck with you mentally because you're like man. yo it's like you're throwing a rock and you might be great hundred yeah, percent. You just you just un, you're not found yet, or you just you know what I mean. The greatest meme I read uh, last week was, "You inspire people um, that don't acknowledge you." Some some along those lines, and that shit hit me like, "Yo, that's true." Because even what we do, like, like I see people catch up. Like for me, I got things, I got catchphrases that I might say or whatever. Okay, yeah. And then you see people like sneaking into their little Snapchat, but they but they'll never say, "Yeah, well, I got that shit from you." I know for what you real, mean. you know, know what, what I mean? mean? Or like people do certain uh, things and. <laughs> I'm like, yo, low key, y'all really getting inspired. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And and yeah. for me, I do things out of natural vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's not that I come down and rehearse and things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. So when I saw that, me, I was like, damn, I posted that shit for like a yeah. whole week. That's no, that's <laughs> I was facts, just pissing though, people man. off. Like, yo, you might not acknowledge it, but that's, uh, facts, that's what's going on now. Numbers like that, does that yeah. put pressure on 2019? It does. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred. <laughs> it's like, all right, because that's impressive. Like, I, I had to take a step back. And yeah, like, look at it. So next real? year, are we? What are we? What, what would be, um, hypothetically speaking, what would be a good um, number for you? See, I don't want to put that type of pressure on no, myself. Yeah. I don't want to put an actual yeah. figure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, anything below that is it's a fail, right? Like if I if I if, if, if you set put it the up, number, yeah, yeah, yeah you if you I mean? set up the number, you're like anything below yeah. that is a fail. But sometimes I don't. We can't help it in a sense. Well, because we're, we're in this social media stage, like, like fucking I think man. I'm good in real life. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm good on the internet. I think I'm good in real life. Yeah. I did a showcase, and the place was packed. We got, whatever, it holds like 120 people, but whatever. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can sell a show. You know what I mean? I can, I can really perform. I can really write songs on the spot. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. I'm hot in real life, but then you get confused sometimes. Like, oh, man, like, I didn't get likes on my last post or my last song... You know what I mean? This, 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 this little... It fucks with you. Yeah, it messes with you. And you just got to remind yourself, like, I, I'm happy I'm older, too. I'm not a youngin', so I came from that age of hanging your posters on the wall and going and shaking hands and yeah. not just sending emails out, right? Mm-hmm. So I know you got to be hot in real life, and then you still got to be hot on the, online, too, right? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't really want to dig too deep into the numbers, per se. Yeah. But I believe if I keep doing what I do, the best way I know how, it will reflect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's and, what my and, focus and, um, is on. And the greater, like, the greater thing from that is, like, and I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday. I was like, you know what? When you do your best, 
whatever happened is bonus. Like, you're not beating yourself up. Exactly. So it's like, as long as you feel like you do your very best, like, mm-hmm. if you went out there, you wrote the shit out that song, mm-hmm. and you promoted the shit out of the song. Exactly. You put like, your all into it. And then you like, you feel no ways. It's like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy mm-hmm. doing that. And I guess that's even when we're talking about want to play. Yeah. I feel like you like, damn, like, you, you feel that like... That was one of those. I got disappointed <laughs> with want to play. I'm not going to lie. Because like, that thing could be like, dope. imagine yeah. if I did this yeah. and things like that. Like, uh, to your point, I might, bridge, I just might just redo that again, I mean, to, 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 Roll it right I, I would, listen, I love the shit out that song. And, I, and even when I was listening to it recently... It still knocks. Yeah, like, it's still like... <laughs> the, it, you go, like, from zero to 100 yeah, kind of respect. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. not like... I'm not making this, and like I'm saying, I will insert it uh, when we first start talking about it on the podcast. I will no put it in there, no doubt, uh, just so listeners uh, get to a sense of what it's we're talking about. It's a unique sound, like yeah, just yeah. the do 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 do. It's just it, it's it's a it's a unique track. No, it man. is, it is. I can't even reduplicate that record, man. That shit is just <laughs> it on is. its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just stands. Even on as its a own. throwback, re-release or re-put on your whatever yeah, it is. Got it. Know what, man? Like it was crazy. Like I was even thinking about the last week with my team. Like we might re not relaunch it, but like redrop the EP with three more songs on it. Mm-hmm. And want to play was a song that kept on coming up. So I'm here now with yeah, you, I mean, and it's like it keeps coming up to me. It's like that's that was my song before I met you. I like that song already, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I want to talk to you. How you feel a little bit as an artist? Mm-hmm. And maybe we dibble and dabble a little bit about this, but. Wow. Uh, Number one, where do you get your biggest support? Do you get it from the city? Uh, do you feel like you get it uh, from back home, Ghana? Do you get it from the UK? Where do you feel like you get the most love? Man, it depends. Like I said, I feel like I'm hot in real life, so mm-hmm. I feel it in the city. Mm-hmm. But online, it's not in the city. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Online is Ghana. Because of a tune pine, I got, I'm getting crazy numbers from the UK. Okay. Um, because of T Nice and the machine that he has, we're getting numbers from the states. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm talking to a few people, promoters in Toronto. Um, shout out to Raw Artists. I got a show March 8th. I know it's a little bit away at the Mouth Club, but I'm talking okay. to a few people trying to get that notar, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that notar, notification, notoriety yeah. <laughs> in Toronto. Right. So I'm, it's like you got to work with the machine, you got to work the prom- with the promoters, you got to work with. The, 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 the movers and the shakers in the city to actually get your numbers within the city hot. So, um, why do you why do you think the city is is is, is the last place? It's a lot of it's a lot of talent, is it, man. It's why a, is it slow to catch in Toronto? I feel like it's oversaturated. There's mad people doing the thing in Toronto, right? And yeah. we got Drake, so it's like who gives a fuck? Y- about you're not like Drake, so it's like why am I listening to you, right? Yeah. So that's the gift and the curse of a guy like Drake, right? Where he puts the light on the city, but now everybody thinks if you don't rap like Drake or you're not over your affiliated, you're nobody. He gets no love. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's one of the things, too, with Toronto, in my opinion. And um, the politics, as far as rappers are concerned, almost every rapper in Toronto is affiliated with certain areas in Toronto. So now it's like, if you're from here, certain people from that side are not going to mess We're with not, you. They, regardless of how good... Regardless, man. How good you, that's you are. That's a fact, yo. That's a fact. So I don't even claim nothing on some real shit. Like, yeah. I am who I am. I grew up where I grew up. But I don't claim nothing. You know what I mean? I'm A.O. Gorman, period. You know what I mean? I'm a Canadian citizen. <laughs> do, do you think that would slow you down, too, if you, like, start to claim a certain... Well, the thing is, I kind of came in sort of like that, but I, I was smarter to not really make it my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I am, like, I'm rapping from wherever I'm rapping from, but I never actually made it a thing. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, uh, you're, blo- you're, you're boxing yourself in, man. Yeah. And I'm too talented to be boxed in. Like, I don't want to sound cocky, but I'm too talented, I'm too right. gifted to just be placed in one box because I happen to grow up there. 
No. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And I feel like those guys too. They're not. They're not the most loyal people. They're not. Truthfully, it's like they're loyal to your lies into like how many videos you're gonna shoot and put them on. Exactly, uh, man. How many this and that. So it's like it's much rather expanding and um, mm-hmm. reaching other people to truly appreciate your talent. Yep. Uh, which goes a long way. I had the same conversation with this with my homie T Nice. He's a big time producer. He works at E1 and a guy named Shadow Boxer. And we're just talking about Toronto hip hop artists. They're like, they were trying to say. Rappers in the States, even the ones that are not gangster, they have gangster dudes walking with them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? And the States love that. But I mean, if Toronto, you want to do that, the moment you catch a charge, you're not able to cross the border. So rap. So now, and Toronto, gangster rap don't pop in Canada. No. So it's like, where are artists going? You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys want to be real yeah. and have a, you have a charge. Like, I actually have a charge on my name. I had to go to RCMP to get that thing removed so I can cross the border. Yeah. And my, oh, so that was a problem for you? Yeah. Uh, for a long time? Yeah, man. I got arrested like like eight years ago over some dumb shit, over some shit I didn't even do, but like... Guns? Y'all riding around with guns? Nah, 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 not guns, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, all right, cool. You know, I, I get, yeah. I'm getting, yeah. So, <laughs> you, know, you know the vibes already. So. You know what yeah. I mean? I got caught up in some shit, but it was just like, it wasn't even me. That's a crazy thing. Right. Like, I legit got caught up in a bunch of other people's mix-up, and because I own a certain thing, they said, all right, you own it. And I'm like, and they're trying to say I'm a mobster. They're trying to say I do international shipping to... Back yeah, home yeah. and all this crazy stuff, and I'm like, yo, are you guys nuts? And damn, they got they trying to Takashi six now you and, for and yo. And when I see Takashi, I know, like I'm like people don't understand, man. Like, and I was even saying, I'm like, I hope this kid doesn't think he is who he is because these guys don't care. Yeah, they put that on anybody, and they want to put it on you because they want you to snitch or they want you to say X Y such and, and Z. Such did it. You know what I'm trying? You to might say? be the bigger name, so that has a bigger impact. So exactly. It, Scare away the the little guys that are trying to think about it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was I was also wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. I seen you. You commented. I think it was six buzz or whatever with the Jonah Lucas and uh, okay and um, uh, Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you What did you think about the back and forth shit? Like, do do you sometimes sit there and go, man, I wish somebody would <laughs> Yo, try to do this? Track. I, I, I've been years I've been of that. saving <laughs> bars for y'all niggas out here. Yeah. Uh, what was your accent about? Who did you like better in that? In that I, little I back like and Tory. Forth? I really? like Tories. Like, Are you being biased or you you because he? It could be a little bias in there. I won't lie. I like the Jonah shit better, man. But what the ZZ? Uh, the, I, I don't. I can't because. Even like the first one that he released, but he th- he did two, right? Tory Tory did two, and Jonah did. I think he did two. one. Or, he did he two. Did two. Jonah did the lady again with uh, on the on the Tory beat. See, I was listening to. I can't even remember, but there was. I, I like. I, I just like Tory. Um, I said Tory. I like Jonah shit. Nah, man. Better. I'm telling you, Tory's Liddy. There's four records. The end of the day, the person who wins the battle, in my opinion, mm-hmm. whoever had the hottest record out of all the songs. Mm-hmm. And to me, the hottest one was Tory's Lady. It was it was Tory's? Yeah, I think so, man. Even though Joyner got him on the ZZ, mm-hmm. ZZ's not hotter than Tory's Lady. So the Brampton line, you didn't like it? Why, why did you, 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 you not from Toronto, you from Brampton? I, I thought I was a little bit... It's like, what, because he got it through the six months comments? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So that wasn't... But, but 
I feel like Tory as a as a as an artist. Yeah. I feel like he fronts a lot. That's just my own thing. I think he yeah. he 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 tougher than he make it tougher than we is. He make yeah, it sound. He does a lot gangster. of extra stuff. He does a lot he of extra. Does stuff. a lot of acts and shit. Like, bro, relax. Like, my thing is like, why? Like, you trying to impress Americans, but we understand. Like, if That's you live my in, whole thing with if Tory. You, if you live in Canada, mm. you know that Brampton is not the hardest place. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know that our hoods don't compare nothing to hoods in America. Yeah, period. We don't got boarded up houses. Houses in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Well, isn't, I mean, I was just in Cleveland mm. um, on Wednesday, mm. and then you walk down downtown Cleveland. You know this place is it's like ghetto. If you just wander outside of downtown, somebody yeah. gonna run up on you. Really? It just it's that feeling. We're in Toronto, like it's the come on, man. We don't Toronto, walk around feeling. Like, yeah. <laughs> so my thing with him is like when he gets all like, yo, man, I used to. It was so hard. I used to wear my man's okay. underwear. See, come shit on, like that, man. I don't agree with. Still, like. Like I like his talent, and I He's like talented, his also. For sure, yeah, but he does do he does put a lot of extra sauce in extra the sauce kind of in his shit. Yeah. And um, but musically, that track was harder. Come on, the Brampton I, line is that really hard? I just thought it was uh, for me. I liked it because I was like, yeah, this nigga know, is, is really not from like some hood shit. That nigga from Brampton, like it's cool, it's safe out here. Yeah, but it's like Brampton, Toronto. Like uh, I don't know, I don't know. I just I just feel like. He's seen a thing in the Six Buzz comments. Honestly, I think he got that line from Six Buzz. Six Buzz, and then he put it in there. Exactly. Um, okay, I was just trying to figure out. I wonder what you think about these two, but I might have yeah. to re-listen. Uh, I think Tori's to Lady again is it's it's amazing, man. And um, Joiner's other two are hot, but just have you have you met Tori before? Um, we crossed paths about twice, but it wasn't like. Nothing like you know, it's like a dap up, you know. Like I know his manager, okay, so I don't really know him, but I know his people's kind of thing, yeah. And at that time, have you like done shows around him or opened up for him or things like that? No, no, no. no Does he do a lot of show in the city? I, don't I know think he, so. I know he comes in to like he be at the club, yeah, but I don't think so. I think he did something on um, the Danforth Music Hall one time, yeah, for the actual album release. He did like an album release in Toronto, but other than that, I don't think so, man. Do you think like the Drake, uh, like brand overshadow his that's why he's like fuck it I'm just not gonna cause it, I mean Yo, I feel like nothing Drake's he brand does brand overshadows everybody in Toronto <laughs> like, like there's nobody <laughs> that has broken through that even like you remember Weekend was supposed to sign the Drake right yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's like nah forget that like I'm gonna do my own thing so he's the only man that broke through <laughs> yeah. and that's I mean? in the US too like it, yeah. Toronto still fuck with Drake even yeah. though they they, they what, what's your uh, what's your I hear a lot of people just talk shit about Drake like oh man he's soft he this and that but I'm like yo y'all really like how do you feel about that it's, I don't know man like it's I gotta hate like yeah his his hate is unnecessary like I know he does certain things that might not be the coolest to you whatever your standard of cool is right yeah. but other than that the music is top tier yeah you know what I mean and he does dumb it down on certain records because the radio likes dumb music I'm sorry to say he's yeah. a businessman he knows what he's doing yeah. he'll make a song that it's easy for you to sing along to. You don't need to have the best voice to sing along to. Kiki, uh, um, what the Kiki song, right? Yeah, Kiki, do you love me? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like it's, a, it's like it's like a, I don't know. Like, would you make records like that? Nah, no. <laughs> I, You're like, I'm not. I, I don't want. <laughs> I want radio play that bad. No? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think because he's at that stage in the stature where he's allowed to do it. I don't think if I did it, they'll play it. Okay, it's too early. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so he they has literally that. put any Drake shit to come yeah, out. Yeah, he is a brand. Is, he yeah. can literally put anything out. But I think he does put effort into his music. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the hate is concerned, I think he was the most hated star coming into the game. Like, who at first, nobody liked Drake. 
Yeah. Like, they, everybody felt like he was being forced on us, and then he just kept on being consistent, consistent, consistent. And we've seen his L's. People love people that... What's, uh, what L did he take? Well, I mean, like, breaking your knee on stage. That's embarrassing, man. Oh, he did that? Yeah. When you, when you first, like, his first year with Young Money, he was on stage, and he, he broke his toes the ACL. Remember, he had to go on the Grammys, he was on the wheelchair... Fuck man, I don't. I, 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 I've been around these guys, so I was probably I was watching everything. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I remember at one point like his knee was, but I don't really. Yeah, he broke his uh, knee on stage. Recall, like exactly. I, okay, yeah, so that's a, on stage. So then they had to push back the, his first album like a year because he wouldn't be able to promote it properly. Um, the ghostwriting situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Meek Mill thing. Not that he took an L from Meek Mill, but honestly, man. Mm. That bothered me, man. As a, I write my own shit. You know what I mean? So I was kind of like. That's what I was gonna ask you. How you feel about they, <sighs> them shit? But I mean, here's my take on it, right? Yeah. We when we when you look at his body of work, like the one that we really love, I feel like he wrote those. I believe you, so too. Because you can I feel so. it. But I like the so. in between shit, if you're reading this, is too late. Yeah. But I don't like even that. Re- like. No, can anybody like tell me like a song off of it? Like I don't even remember that shit at all. So like that be okay, cool. But at some point. Mm. You don't put if you create music or you have an idea how it works. You know that you cannot consistently drop a project like that. You can't. You need a machine. Year, you need right? a team. So you gotta have niggas in the booth, just them yeah. freestyling. You come in like, okay, that sound good. All right, because you're already an artist and you can tailor it better to your sound. Mm-hmm. You take it and go. But you saying that kind of put See, a chink in the armor? For yeah, you? It, it did. Because I thought he was the absolute. I'm not gonna lie. Like Jay Z became my favorite artist growing up. Nas was my favorite artist, mm-hmm. but. The consistency of Jay-Z just kind of overshadowed Nas's, not his career, but I mean, like, he just kind of took that little step above Nas for me. But they're both kind of equal. But with, with Drake, I thought he was that. You know what I mean? I really yeah. thought he was that talented to be able to constantly be able to drop these records. And then when you find that out, me being an artist and knowing how the game goes, I'm not surprised, but I'm just kind of like, ah. Uh. Because you're probably sitting there like, damn, you're like, fuck. Because like, you're, you're, you're trying to almost consistently do that. But yeah. you're like, you yeah, can't. nigga, you was cheating the whole yeah. time. <laughs> so it's one of those situations. <laughs> I like, mean, here, I ain't sleeping two like, weeks because I'm trying like, to do something. I need to go get me some writers now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, as an artist, because now I don't look at, him, look at him as bar for bar Drake. I look at him as top artist of all time. Okay, just an artist. You okay. get what I'm trying to say? So it went from the best rapper to now the best artist for me, so... I still I still bump the music in. But as far as rappers, it's it's still Nas. And um Jay Z is just the most respected the guy. I just felt like, yo, he's the he's just that he's guy. He's the shit. I don't feel that for Jay Z. Uh-huh. And I don't know why. Why? I just don't. So who's your favorite rapper or your All favorite? Time, yeah. 50 Cent. Okay. I can understand that. Like, uh, but uh, he can't be your favorite rapper off of music alone. Yeah, the music is what I care about. Like, he's like, a favorite I, rapper with just music. Yeah, with just music. Oh, I can't agree with that. Off, off, like off his first two records. Because I, I mean, I, after that, everything else went. Yeah, that's my but point. Like, the only two album I could put these, I could put Gay Richard Jatron and recite you bar for bar. I the agree. Whole album. That's probably my I top five put, album as well. Uh, Jay Z for me, I feel like I didn't care about rap when he was really rapping. So True. now I'm playing backwards. Same thing with like Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, I hear yeah, Like I, hear you on that. I can't. In the like like. I was a youngin at the time, get, Biggie. And get Richard, I tried. I remember where I was the mood when I in. put that fucking CD. It was a bootleg CD too. It wasn't yes. even a legit one. Those like, were the times, yo. I burned it. it was, 
I wrote it on the CD and I played the yeah, shit out the yeah. song till it's scratch. I used yeah. to take it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So for yeah. me, I think when I'm thinking of a rapper, he's the first. I, I appreciate Jay Z as a human now. being now, mm-hmm. and I understand what he's doing. Yeah, you understand just, why he has that. Yeah, like I yeah. understand why people. But I also think like the average person is dumb. True. So like, oh my God, Jay Z said what? Oh, you gotta buy a building, nigga. What the nah, fuck? I've been telling y'all. Niggas been like, saying that. I've been telling my friends, right? Like I'm in this thing where when I go back home, I'm trying to buy land and uh, not respect. just like like I'm buying farmland and shit like that. Respect. So like now nobody gonna give a fuck up. Mm-hmm. What? Shut the fuck up. But like, like if it's Jay Z said like land. buy land, yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm 29. These guys are like in their 50s. Yeah. Finally realizing that. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how much money Jay Z burned through, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like I'm saying, I appreciate what it is now, but I'm yeah. like, I feel like most people are just dumb enough to just be like, oh my God, my life just cause has changed. Just because he said it. Yeah, yeah. I don't Jay-Z get that. Did this. Yeah, like, I don't get that. I was asking him, like, what was your parents like, like that you have to wait for to Jay-Z to inspire you? Yeah. My parents inspired me way before these artists. Definitely. Um, but yeah, 50 Cent's there. Um, I try to oh. listen to Jay-Z even now. I can't. Like, nah, just, hey. I don't feel ah. the music. I don't know, man. Jay, like Tupac, few songs I fuck with. Biggie, Tupac, yeah. no, no, not at all. Ah, uh, man, you listen to Ready to Die? Yeah, I, I did. Hey, what? The production? I, I, I don't know what it is because <laughs> the rhymes are ridiculous, but the production's a little bit dated, so I can understand. Yeah, listen back may, to it may, now. May, you know maybe what I'm that, to say? that might have. Uh, I think maybe if, in that time and period. Then, if remember, I listen get rich or die trying has probably the best production of any album, really? hip hop album, legit. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre clean house with that album because yeah. if you listen to 50 Cent even before he got to Dre and you listen to 50 Cent after that album it's not even the same person uh, but I also like Power of Power of the amazing project amazing project like but, I listen to it now uh, but then you can tell the difference between Get Rich yeah, and yeah, yeah. Trying and that but I still like the rawness of Power Dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you he, could, like, yeah, he was hungry. The, the thing is, like, <laughs> you, 50 tell you'll stab you, and I, I was like, that yeah, nigga probably stabbed a couple <laughs> yeah, niggas yeah. on the joint. Yeah. Uh, who else? Yeah, Drake. Drake is up there. I love J. Of course, Cole. Drake. All until uh, after 2014, Forest Hill. I stopped right. listening to the shit. All right, all right. They got to, uh, you know, write a book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's a book. the way he's kind of rapping about it now. Yeah, yeah, like, give us the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cold Spit. World, Cold yeah. Like, yeah. Cold Blooded. You know what I mean? Well, I think Kendrick kind of. Did that with the last one. Uh, I can't get into Kendrick. You don't like Kendrick? Oh, <laughs> man, dog. I, I mean, like, I listen, I try to listen to it. Did you listen to Section 80? No. All right. Did you listen to the first album, Mad City? Uh, Mad City, yes. What, it, no, I think I listened to Section 80. That's the one. Um, that I had, it's though. a mixtape that he released yeah, before. Like an EP okay, thing, so yeah. so yeah, that I, that I, I actually like I more know songs like it. off of I that. I know you like That's the reason I'm saying that. Cause based off what you're telling me, I yeah. would know you're like those records because he wasn't so much on the trying to teach you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was more like rapping stories, emotion. You know what and, I mean? And it got us like J. Quad, like um, uh, Crooked Smile. Oh, amazing record! Like, yeah, come yeah. on, man! That amazing record it tell you it it, uh, it tell you so record. many things. It also sounded good. You know yeah, what I mean? musically. So like to yeah. me, it's like I appreciate y'all. Telling us, teaching us shit, but it, mm-hmm. when it gets to like, yo, give me a book. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got books that I read or what? Like, give me the book. Yeah. I'd rather just consume it to that level. I feel you. I feel like music is meant to like enlighten, mm-hmm. like to for me, anyways. Mm-hmm. I want to have that's fun African in that moment. Name. Maybe that's African because African music is a movement. Music, it's a dance. But music. funny thing enough, I only got into African music maybe I'll say five years ago, time. Oh really? Yeah. Before that was all hip hop. Grew right. up in Maryland, so I didn't really okay. listen to Afrobeat. I didn't okay. even know it was a thing. Okay. So I came to Toronto, so really, 
Yeah, wow. You definitely don't. Now in the U.S., you would. If you go to New York on the radio, yeah, they play I hear it, it on the radio now. And, but back then, like the Vito, the whole nothing. Yeah, like, I can imagine. Nothing at all. You didn't even know what it, yeah, it I can was imagine. a thing. So that's true. That's true. Um, so that's true. rap was truly my first love in a sense. Okay. That's cool. Um, couple questions before we finish. This has been an incredible conversation. I know, man. man. I wish it could go and on then, forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, real uh, shit. I, I was looking at the at the at the Fever uh, music video, the Wizkid. Have you you have you watched it? Probably not. No, no, maybe not. Uh, with T was Savage. Do you follow Afrobeats at all? No. <sighs> you know what? Not as much as before. No. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. I have my favorites. Yeah. Like who's Wiz- your favorite? Honestly, it might be Techno. Really? Yeah. Above Wizkid, Davido, and those guys? Because he's a, he's a songwriter. Okay. So I don't know. So love, that pulls you Yeah, you know bit. what I mean? Like, he's he wrote Fire, or Fia, the song for Davido. Oh, he wrote it? And produced it. So this is the reason why I like him, because he's really that guy. See, that's... I didn't know that, so that, that might sway me a little bit. Yeah, man. Go listen to Techno, man. He has the flow, the melodies, and the production. Have you seen him perform in Toronto? Nah, man. He flopped the, the time I was supposed to go. The four, the, oh, oh, yeah, that African All-Star, yeah, he man. flopped. But he came back, I was like, there. I, I performed that day. So I thought I was going to be able I to I missed the him. first one. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't there. I, I went this year's. Last I didn't year's, year's I, didn't, I didn't go. How was this year? I didn't go. Uh, it was packed, man. I was I a little packed. I was a little East proud. East Africans, right? I heard a lot of East Africans. It was, it was when the Ali Kiba, the guy, yeah. when he came out, everybody yeah. was ah, like, you could hear everybody, yeah. mama in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was about, it about 3,000 people in there. Oh, yeah, man. Same, the and first for African year, event, I was just like, yeah. yo, we got. I think the East Africans <laughs> do it right, too, man. They really, like, they don't have a, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong because I have a small sample size, but yeah. they don't have that too cool to move as maybe West Africans might have. I yeah. don't know. I mean, West Africans are cool as shit, yo. You get what I'm trying to say, oh, right? They're God. too cool to they move, They don't drink nothing but Hennessy. Nah, man. Uh, like... why, what you drinking? Vodka? <laughs> nah, we don't do them no, taste. No, Well, I don't know. Which is weird to me. Like, damn, well, how do we... I don't know. How do we almost, like, uh, evolve to, to, to be that? Because West Africa... I mean, I know Afrobeats, the original kind of thing started kind of like Congo was like... They were like the grand... Yeah. Fathers of that. I'll say Congo. Roomba and shit like and that. Kute from Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah, I'll and say. And then they, they later... Damn, you didn't watch the video? I was going to ask you about that. Oh, for real. What was but the video I, about? But it was, it was Wizkid and Tiwa Savage. I like Tiwa. I think uh, she's... But it was, it was a very, like... Like, sexual... Oh, yeah? Thing. You know what? We got the radio. Let me... <laughs> let me, right let me I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up right now as we're oh, talking. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, when I was looking at it, I was like... I want to I wanna ask him. I wonder if um, Wifey will let him uh, do a video like that. <laughs> that was uh, like... You uh, know what? You know what Before we got married, yeah, definitely. I think I know where you're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it got to be who? You gotta, she got she to know the person. Like, it, w- w- would she do it? Play the role? Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to put her in no music video like that. No, nah, nah, nah. Even if maybe if it's not like maybe if it's like let's say if you're doing like a love song, and uh, maybe she inspired it. Um, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a rare occasion. It had to be something literally set up where we actually it had to be something we're cross promoting something because mm-hmm. she has her brand. See, we're, we're watching a video right now. All right, uh, I cut off. The, she kiddo. She doing she doing some shit in here, man. And everybody telling me, man, it wasn't that serious. I was like, I don't know about you, but this shit right here. 
Oh, I like Tiwa Savage though. I think she's she's the dopest female artist in Africa. See that? Ooh. Now, would you could you see yourself in a video like that? <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Because <laughs> if you say yes, if she didn't see the video, you definitely you're like. You know what? <laughs> if the bag is right, hell yeah, you'll do it. Yeah, what? My money's her money, so she knows what it is. Business. Okay. You know. Um, do you think it's it's um, is it possible to be a rapper and uh, be Married, like how hard is that? Like being a public figure, yeah, and also knowing that you got wifey in the crowd sometimes, or even at home waiting on you. Like I said, I'm happy I grew up fast. <laughs> like I went through that phase when I was in my teens and early twenties, mm -hmm. right? Of really just fucking around, like honestly, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like I don't even have the temptations as I used to, as mm -hmm. far as trying to take a chick home after the the event. Or trying to meet up with somebody at the event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm past that yeah. that stage. So it doesn't really bother me now. And there is, there's, there's the moments where it's like you know, like you see yeah. the homies, you know what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, let me get the fuck out. That's why you leave the yes, club at two. I feel you. Because <laughs> after two thirty, like Hennessy start kicking in. You're like, man. Yeah, I, I was tell I was telling people I was like, man, I felt like if I was married, and anytime I would host an event or whatever, I'll make sure I'll drag my significant other there. I mean, based on whatever it is, yeah. Um, because I know, like, when she's there, you don't need, you you don't need, you don't even think about it. You already automatically yeah, yeah. on your best behavior yeah. and shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But when you're on, uh, your own. when you're on, you're, you're like you look around and yeah. oh, you want a drink? You get and what's drink craziest? Now nah, the fact that I'm married, Tommy Wise people, these girls want to be friendly, more friendly than before. That's yo. what I heard. It's facts. It okay. is facts, bro. Like it's more and more. Do you think it's more of them testing your relationship or? I think so. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think females are spiteful like that. That damn. Yeah, I think so. Women, women are crazy, man. So I think there's a little bit of spite in there. I think it's a little bit. Oh, can I really get this guy? Like you know, it's a game, right? Mm -hmm. It's a game too. Right? That's what I think. Whenever a girl come up to me, a game. Girls, a girl girls come up to me, I was like, too. you know, I'm not that cute. What the fuck you want, man? Yeah, who yeah. who sent you here to tell? Let me test right. this guy. Like I'm. That's my first thing. I get you. And sometimes girls get mad at me, like, oh, I'm. Oh, they'll DM me like, oh, you know, you was acting. I was like, bitch, I'm not that cute, you, man. Yeah. I don't know where your, your direction is really <laughs> I don't know where it came from. from. I don't you know what I'm saying? Where you saw me. I don't know you like that. <laughs> uh, last Fast. question. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> when it's all said and done. Yes, sir. Um, the ill Gorman story or it, yeah. your impact in the culture or whatever it is, mm -hmm. how would you like to be remembered? Whoa. Let's say if you lay in your, and I mean, maybe it's not good to think about, but we mm -hmm. will die one day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not scared of death. There, if you're sitting there in your casket, you can hear mm -hmm. uh, your eulogy or whatever people are saying wow. about you. Mm -hmm. What would you want that to sound like? Honestly, man, I just wanted to be known as an honest, good-hearted person, honestly. Just yeah. that. Like, I didn't really uh, stray nobody, like, drag nobody astray and never really lied to nobody, never really... I don't want to have no grudges. I don't want nobody to hate me, you know? Mm-hmm awful stuff that I do, right? Yeah. So as far as my eulogy is concerned, I just want people to know that I'm a loving, good-hearted person my whole life, and I actually do care about people and and um, care about my last name, you know? Put respect in my last name, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to have children that are going to carry that. So yeah. at the end of the day, I want respect on that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's it, man.
Perfect. Um, last, <laughs> let us know if we want to hear some of this fire yeah. music, where to pick it up, because you actually know. gave me a physical yeah. uh, CD. See, people still got physicals, you know? <laughs> but my dad mad as shit. He bought this new car, and yeah. he ain't got no CD player. Bro, my car don't got no CD player. <laughs> and I'm there like... And, and he mad at me. I was like, you chose the car, because he didn't even realize. <laughs> he didn't realize it. Oh, fuck. He cheese. He's bad right now. Dad. He's, he's, he's like, the CD player? He's like... And then he like, yo, do you think people... Yo, these guys are making... Not everybody is technology. I said, Dad, you telling me I ain't that, built a damn car, yo? You know, that's the wave, though. Like, ain't nobody carrying CDs no more. Like, I still have hard copies because I know people appreciate sometimes mm-hmm. just having that physical. I know you can stream it, you know what I'm saying? But okay. if you actually have it, you're going to remember it for sure. So, um, so we're obviously on all platforms. But let, yeah. let us know, where do we find... Uh, uh, it's simple, man. Just A.O. Gorman, hit up the Google or go to um, the MVX.com backslash this is A.O. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, you have all the links to everything you want. Uh, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. And also your uh, your um, IG handle, what is it? Yeah, my IG is um, this is A.O. as well. Are you only on IG? Are you other platforms? Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Facebook, you can go A.O. Gorman. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be my music page. Uh, I have my private page. You know, y'all just follow the music page. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't get my... <laughs> I don't want y'all DMs. I'm married. <laughs> um, I got the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, this is A.O. Twitter, this underscore is underscore A.O. And uh, YouTube, A.O. Gorman, man. And I got, I, got, I got a lot more stuff on the way, man. And it's crazy, like... Again, look up for my wife's um, business. My girl's room is a cosmetic line that she's dropping in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be really pushing that as well. And, um, yeah, my band, Earthphonics, you know? Perfect. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, this has been an amazing... I mean, this is this is a good way to start the year, man. I really love... Yeah. We talk about some real, some real shit, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it took this long to happen, but <laughs> I mean... And now I feel like we'll be like friends forever, kind of I thing. I think like, so. We're, we're, we had, it you felt like similar. I know, I know you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I appreciate that, January. Uh, yeah, make sure you hit him up. And yeah, when let's I post do this the episode, too, man, let's do this again. 100%. Yo. Yeah, bring wifey in. Talk yeah. to her about some makeup. Hey, put, put the maybe, makeup maybe, maybe man. Why not? Bring the whole Next squad. Next time, bring us so I can ask her the question. Like, what you think about this? That's <laughs> like cross reference <laughs> stuff. Like, yo, he said last time. Oh, I did my homework. <laughs> but again, thanks again for tuning in. For everybody, this is Deactivated Podcast. And you've officially been activated. Yeah. Baby, I'm loving the way that you rock it, the way that you're dropping. I'm going berserk. I offer the push, you said no way. My only shoe sipping the rose. Bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles. They're kissing each other like, okay.
Sipping the rose, rose. Hey, bottles and bottles and mountains and mountains. They kissing each other like, okay, I'll show you. 